0: Welcome to the WMBF UK podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another WMBF UK podcast. You're here with myself, Lil Mitchell, WMBF Pro, and I'm joined by Ethan Cavanaugh, our 2021 Novice British Champion. Ethan, welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. No worries, man. Great to have you on board, man, because, you know, as I remember back on that last Supernatural show, man, you brought a fantastic package. So I'm quite keen to dive into the world of Ethan and who you are and, you know, what your plans are for 2022. So without further ado, my man, introduce yourself. Let us know who you are and what you do. Um, so I feel like it's the typical how everyone starts, but
1: um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm Ethan. Um, I am a coach um, a PT a little bit in person, but I'm going away from that quite a bit now. I'm um, just pretty much focusing on my coaching, which is going pretty well, to be fair. Um, so I'm pretty much lucky because I can pretty much live like bodybuilding as my life right now, which is, like I said, I'm, I'm grateful for that. So.
0: That's good. That's good. And how long have you been in the fitness industry? Because obviously you said that you do a little bit of PT and it sounds like you've been around the fitness industry for a little while. So how long have you been into fitness? So... As in, like, myself, or as in, like, work. yeah, in, in yourself, yeah, yeah. So, like,
1: <laughs> it was pretty, pretty young. So, I did jujitsu early on. Um, and then from there, I always wanted to be big, like, I always did. Um, I remember, like, it's really weird, but I remember seeing, like, my mum go to the gym and I'd want to be in there.
0: Mm. And then,
1: so I probably started, like, stupidly young, maybe 13, like, not really knowing what I'm doing, yeah, um, but like about 13 getting into it I remember seeing like Phil Heath and being like
0: yeah
1: <laughs> Literally from that age I was like oh.
0: nice nice so that's quite cool that obviously some of your early inspirations of kind of like your gym experience or people that you looked up to wasn't very close to home so you said that your mum obviously was going to the gym and obviously kind of thought oh you know what this is something that I could get into and stuff like that So I'm not sure step class is uh, what I was into <laughs> but... hey fitness is fitness as long as you've got that entry stepping stone into that oh. world right so when did, you, when did you start kind of transitioning into ta- kind of taking your training a little bit more serious? Uh,
1: I would, it's, it's a weird one. Like I always, I want to say it's longer than it probably is, um, but it would probably be, you know, maybe three, four years. i said before that, like I was still taking it serious, but mm-hmm. I went through some like periods of a bit of time away, you know, getting really fat, like just not doing things right. and things would go right and then I wanted to compete as a teen uh so I guess well when I was like 17 I was into it like quite a bit then but it was a weird one because the uh, owner of the gym pretty much told me that I was shit so I just yeah I didn't I just kept growing yeah Got too far and then I just went through some like phases of like is this what I want is it not um so like the last three or four years has been like all out pretty much all I do
0: nothing mm-hmm. else really gets in the way and how old are you now if you don't mind me asking uh, I'm 24 now so 24. yeah nice nice and then you said that obviously some of your early inspirations like people who were within the you know the bodybuilding industry was like people like Phil Heath and stuff like that was there anyone in the UK that was quite impressing you back then that when you was getting into bodybuilding or was it just pretty much just the mainstream guys that yeah you just-
1: I think it was I think it was just mainstream to be honest with you mm. um I remember, I can't even remember what it was, but I used to have like this magazine um, and uh, it used to just be Phil Heath in there all the time. (laughs) Yeah. And I've always wanted like the freak look, which is weird considering like natural bodybuilding, but yeah, that's just like the freak look is what I've always been attracted to.
0: Nice, nice. And then, obviously, you got going through your training. You're obviously taking a little bit more serious, working towards certain goals and stuff like that. Where did competing come from? You know what? What kind of brought you to the, the conclusion? Okay, you know what? I wouldn't mind stepping on stage. Like, <clears throat> it's one of those like
1: I, I genuinely think from like, the moment I started going to the gym, like I wanted to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was, but like I knew that's I knew I wanted to be a bodybuilder. Um, so. Yeah, I think pretty much like early on, but then the gym that I trained at when the owner pretty much told me not to was like quite a hardcore bodybuilding gym. So yeah. majority of people in there were like very big competing. Um, so I was seeing that type of thing, but because I was seeing that, it didn't really feel like it was within touch and distance because obviously I was natural. Mm. So like from what I was seeing, everyone was like a different level to me. So it just didn't seem like it was something that I would be able to do, but it was always something that I wanted to do.
0: Nice, nice. So then obviously, you know, you wanted to go into bodybuilding. What was the initial steps that you took? You know, was there advice from the people around you or did you just kind of go on, online to kind of figure out what the relevant steps is or did you get a coach? What was your approach to kind of making that transition to get into stage?
1: So I think it was always just online, um, mm-hmm.
0: a lot of podcasts, a lot of YouTube.
1: Um, like I said the gym that I was at I probably didn't get the best advice there but it certainly like gave me advice to now know things that I know now that yeah. what they were telling me was just not good at all um, but like I feel like I needed to have that to be able to come out the other side a bit yeah. Um, so yeah I would say just online um, podcasts chatting to people in the gym uh, chance people online I'd never I've never had a coach um, I've had like friends or people that I like look up to that will give me their opinion, send my photos to, but I've never really had like an actual coach. Um, it was always a case of because I knew this is what I wanted to do, sort of treating myself like a bit of an experiment and just learning and it's worked out all right so far.
0: Yeah yeah well, that's quite interesting that you said that you know because quite a few people go on this experimental journey within themselves right and try and figure things out for themselves and then that way it's a greater learning. Um, experience about you and you know just what you're capable of you know bringing as an end product so I think that's something that's very common you know that we're seeing in the industry at the moment people just empowering themselves through self-exploration of knowledge that's already widely out there listening to some of the podcasts or some of the greats around us and then just kind of just figuring out what works to get you where you need to get to you know what I mean so talk to me about your first time getting onto stage and stuff like that, you know, what was it? How, how many shows have you done, buddy? Uh, so I did three. Um, so you've done three in total. Out of your whole competitive time, you've only done three shows. Yeah, so last year was the first year. Okay, cool. Um, so I,
1: like I said, I was wanted to two as a teen. Yeah. Um, but like, so the owner never said I was like awful, but he pretty mm. much was trying to push me down like men's physique. And I was like, <laughs> I've gone from looking at Phil Heath. So I'm not going to put <laughs> yeah. on. Um, and then I was going to the year before. Um, but with like COVID and all that stuff, I, I basically I was about three, four weeks into prep and I was like, no, nah, it's yeah. not happening. Um, so then, yeah, last year was the first year. Um, and so my girlfriend, Zena, had competed the year before. So I was pretty much because of COVID, it worked out really well because shows were run differently so I was able to like pretty much be with her throughout all of it so I was mm-hmm. able to pretty much feel like an athlete when I was there like what was going yeah. on on stage that type of thing so it was I I didn't know what to expect but I just had an idea um, yeah. and like I said I'm like listening to podcasts and watching stuff all the time so kind mm-hmm. of feel like I'd been through it even though I hadn't
0: yeah. So tell me, was that going into your first show, right? Obviously, not never competing before. Was you nervous? Was you kind of just excited just to get up there and showcase what you was all about and just kind of learn from that point on? How was you feeling as your approach as someone who's never stepped on stage before, got no coach in your corner to give you the stare, etc. You know, how was you feeling before you stepped on your first stage?
1: Uh, so, I was. I'd be lying if I say I wasn't nervous. Um, I was obviously nervous, but I was more so just wanting to do well. Like I I probably put, if anything, a bit too much pressure on myself. Um, so I didn't really tell anyone that I was going to be competing. Uh, I just sort of turned up and I just wanted to turn up and do well. Um, so I put pressure on myself in that side of things, but I was more so just excited. Um, and, and however sad it might sound, I was just, I just wanted to be a bodybuilder. Like yeah. being like however many years it was. Yeah. I, was, I haven't actually been on stage like I'm not really I can't really class myself as a bodybuilder um so I just wanted to get on stage and do well and I thought I'd be more nervous like posing with like routines and stuff but yeah. that was probably the bit I enjoyed the most to be honest with
0: you nice nice and after obviously doing your first show did you get the win or did you get a loot? did you lose yeah. or where, where did you come in that you know what I mean
1: yeah so I came second at the qualifier um, okay in nice. the FBA which threw me off a little bit I was like like, oh god like is this like uh like am I am I good enough now like what is it have I been doing things well like what do I need to do um and I knew going into that show that I wasn't going to be like I know everybody says it but I knew I wasn't going to be my best at that show because yes. I had already set my like plans to do the uh, supernaturals which was about six weeks seven weeks later so okay. I knew that I was going to be dieting for a good amount of time after as well um, and obviously I was hoping to qualify for finals, which would be four weeks from that. So I knew that I wasn't going to be hundred percent for that. Um, and I wasn't lean enough, like realistically, I wasn't, and the guy that beat me was like really, really good. Um, and he was just, he was leaner than me. He just looked better than me. So I wasn't like disappointed in that side of things. Yeah. Um, and I was quite happy with second, to be honest with you, like I wasn't that disappointed because of like, like I said, the guy was good. And I knew that what I had brought was what I wanted to bring for that show. Yeah, I wasn't too bad with that.
0: I think that's the key thing is that every show that you do, you've got to take away the, the learnings out of that. Right. And I think sometimes when, when you get the win, those learnings are often blurred because obviously you're so focused in that win. Right. And You're just in that no, nothing that anyone can say or, or anything that you just need to make improvements that you're going to acknowledge. Right. But then when you don't get that result that you're looking for, it makes you uh, allow you to analyze a little bit more and kind of say, okay, cool, what is the next focus? How can I make that improvement and take that into the next one going in? So obviously that was show number one went down and obviously it sounds like you had this planned out, right? Because you said that you had the supernaturals lined up. So you had an effective plan going into these shows, right? For your first season. What, you know, how important was the planning stages of making sure that all your shows was adequately spaced out and stuff like that? Yeah, so
1: I always knew that like the in-between, so like from the qualifier to the finals or like from show to show, I, I knew that would be probably the harder period. So I didn't want to leave it too long. I didn't want to be like too lean for too long.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because realistically, I knew that to be good enough to qualify, I needed to be like at a certain level. I didn't want to just leave it to chance. Like I'm, I don't think I'm that good that I can just turn up at like 50% and yeah. like be fine. So I knew that I was going to have to like put in the work to be good enough for that. So obviously because of that, I knew that there was going to be a long amount of time between that first show and my last show. Mm-hmm. So the planning really was, it was pretty important because I could have just burnt out. And I, I came out of the first show quite like, right, I need to suffer now. Like I need to, but like, I really need to like dig for this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it wasn't the best to be honest with you. Like it didn't, uh, it wasn't the best approach. So planning in that sense probably wasn't the best, but because of I did do that, it obviously allowed me to make mistakes and try to get them back, which is what ideally I did.
0: Yeah, nice man. So it sounds like obviously you had a, you know, a productive run leading into it from that first show, going into your second and then getting you to where you, where you needed to get to on that third one. So talk to me about the length of time that you took before the shows to you know, your, your prep stage. How long was you, was you prepping for these shows for?
1: So I think total was about 26, 27 weeks um, mm-hmm. for the last show. So I, again, it's like a learning thing for me. I didn't really know how much I was going to have to pull off. I, I knew it would be about, about 30, 38 £40. Pound. Um, yeah. I'd push things like too far, if anything. So I knew that it was going to be like a fair amount to come off. So I need to give myself that time. Um, but I ended up taking like almost 50 off. So it was like, yeah, but whenever anybody asked me, I say like, just whatever you think is going to be more probably. Yeah. So yeah, it was about 26, 27 weeks to the last show from like start to end.
0: Wow. And what was some of the, some of the high, you know, the highs and lows of, of that prep duration? Because obviously we're always going to have that part where we just feel like our ultimate lowest at prep, you know what I mean? And it's sometimes... You're gonna hit that plate where you're just literally just buzzing and the, the adrenaline's just all inside you, and then before you know it, that prep's just you know you're just knocking yeah. down doors, right? So talk to me about the highs and the lows of prep. Uh, so highs, I
1: think it was just like even now it's like set me up so well, like in terms of routine, like routine's pretty much the exact same now. Um, I just it it really like showed me how much this is what I want to do, kind of thing, like work wise, myself, like it's. it it did show me that which is I always knew it was there but obviously you don't know like I could have got on stage and been like this is not for me Like, so I was I think I was a bit nervous about that so when you asked me if I was nervous about the show I think I was nervous about not liking it yeah um because I wanted to so much um so that was probably like a high like just the fact that I was doing something that I actually really wanted to be doing um because like I said however sad it may sound like with my job with what I do I don't really do too much else. So this is pretty much what I'm doing. So to be able to do that and dieting, looking better, it was, that was a high in itself. Um, and then lows. Yeah. I don't want to just complain for ages, but Mm. yeah. So the lead up to the first show was, was pretty much like fine. I probably left things a bit slow at the start. Um, I think in future I'd be a little bit more aggressive when I've got like that energy and just when I can. Yeah. Um, so I I definitely think that, but then lows, like that period between the first show and the second show. Yeah. That was not a good time. <laughs> I, I just, because, because I think the guy was leaner than me yeah, and I knew that I needed to be leaner. I was like, right. I need to like be ridiculous now. Like I need to just do whatever I can.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So obviously like coaching myself as well, it was a case of, although I had people like looking and, people saying like yeah you're fine yeah you're a bit flat like we can probably go a little bit longer it's just a case of right I'm just I I'm not going to say how I feel I'm just going to do it um so like yeah there was times where I was just struggling walking around my my house <laughs>
0: <laughs> so after after you you know you went done the first show you went to the second one talk to me about the lead up going into that supernaturals um, you know did you have a change of approach based on the first two that you kind of you know experimented with or was you just confident in you know okay cool this is the plan the plan procedure that we're going to follow and you just executed you know what was your thoughts behind the lead up to that show
1: yeah so i was obviously a fair bit leaner from my first show to supernaturals mm-hmm. so i had been pretty flat in between the first and second show so i was like i hadn't done things as well as i could have um so coming out of that second show obviously that was i think two weeks until the supernatural so i was like i'm gonna basically try something different again different approach try and be a little bit safer with this now um so i just started increasing food a little bit um so i had run pretty flat pretty low for you know almost like four weeks pretty much just like rock bottom everything like um, yeah. just pretty much trying to get as lean as I could which wasn't necessarily the best thing um like I pulled off body weight but it could have been done better um so yeah into the supernaturals then I just started increasing food and I think I just dropped off fatigue I started to hold fullness a lot better um and I was I was way more confident going into that show like I was I was very excited for it mm mm-hmm. Uh, so there was probably like two or three days maybe two days where i was like god like should i even do it yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, like am i even gonna be able to pull this back type of thing but Mm -hmm. then as more food started going in and i I say more food like you know what it's like it's not a lot of food and like when you're at that point it doesn't feel like much at all anyway Mm -hmm. but um the like small amounts of food that were going in i just felt better energy was better And because of that, I just started looking better. And the biggest thing that probably went wrong in between the two two was just training started going down quite a bit because energy was so low and I was just so focused on just just the scale or not even the scale, but just like I need to look leaner. I was so focused on that that I wasn't really focusing on like, okay, I actually look better when I'm doing this. So then those two weeks, I was able to just get a few good sessions in, Fullness came back and like I said, confidence came back with that. And I think
0: just the confidence alone really helped me out. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It definitely will kind of boost you back up and give you, put you back in the right place that you need to be. So you talked about, you know, being lean for, for shows. Do you think there's a there's a huge emphasis on in the in the natural scene of people coming to stage very lean? And and a lot of people play it, you know, do put a lot of focus onto I need to be lean, I need to be leaner. Rather, I need to have that energy you know, to be able to push through, but then at the same time, be able to kind of display a, a great physique at the same time, because obviously everyone could deplete everything, could just look very drained out, right? And you can, you know, you can look lean, but you won't be at your best. So do you think there's a huge emphasis in the natural scene on people being lean on stage? Uh I, I
1: definitely think it's more so in naturals. Um I would say, for like, for me, it was like, you're going to be rewarded for being lean. I knew I wasn't going to be the biggest on stage. So I was like, I just need to get leaner. But then because of that, like, it just didn't, like my physique looks completely different. Even just slightly flatter than what I could have been. Yeah. So with that, like, I I definitely think there is like a, what's the word? Like people are enticed to be leaner. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be like better to be leaner when, sometimes it's, you do need to take a step back and be like all right it's the like it's the full look it's yeah. not just how lean you're gonna be yeah, yeah. like okay. when i i like okay i was i think seven pounds eight pounds lighter but i looked three pound heavier <laughs> I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't i didn't look leaner because i just look yeah i could just yeah
0: nice nice and then obviously Getting to the supernaturals, obviously you went into the novice class, right? So I'm guessing that was the same categories, um, the same classes that you did at the previous shows, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, going into the novice, did you know what to expect or was you kind of thinking, well, this is a new federation, not quite sure, you know, how this is going to go down, not quite sure who's going to turn up, but I'm just going to go there, give it my all. What was your thoughts behind the whole, you know, wanting to kind of compete with the WMBF UK? Yeah, so <laughs> it sounds
1: a bit cringy, but as soon as it came out um, there was like, so I only told so my girlfriend Zina and uh, one of my mates Dan as well, um, they were the only people that I actually told that I wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, I, there was one other person as well, but so they were the only people that knew, but I had pretty much said like, I want to win that show. Like I want to be like one of the first to win it because obviously it's like the first year. So yeah. So like pretty cool if you can be like one of the first people so yeah that's i was i was going there to win i was kind of like, <laughs> I, I was kind of like i, I don't really like i, I don't I not don't care who's going to be there but i was just like yeah. i'm going to do what i can um and i was just more so excited for that show so yeah nice. Nice.
0: And obviously, going into that show on that show day, you know, what was your kind of thoughts and how did you find the whole show preparation, it all being put together while she was there as an athlete from an athlete's perspective? Yeah. Because I think that often is not out there in terms of information. You know, how does how do the athletes feel when they're attending these shows? Do they feel like athletes as part of that process and that 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 show running? You know, what was it for you like? So I'd
1: say out of like all the shows i've been to like natural shows it's probably like the the best show that i've been to um it was like an actual show so just like as an athlete like you did feel like an athlete mm-hmm. i was a bit unsure um about like the the split show as well so like prejudging yeah. uh, i actually really liked it um and again it made it feel like more of an actual show like it made it feel more important mm-hmm. um and again, like the venue, I was like, when I first went in, I was like, oh, God, it's quite small. Like if people feel really close to the stage, yeah. <laughs> then it it actually made it way better, I think. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was. It made, it made
0: it more of an intimate setting, right?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I really liked it. Stage was like really good. Like photos, which to be honest, I think is quite a big part. Looks yeah. sick. Like the stage was really good for them. So,
0: yeah, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, going into the show, you had done all your, you know, all your kind of learnings from the previous shows and stuff like that. Obviously, one one thing that I noticed, even on your social media, you pra- you practice a lot of posing. You know, how instrumental was your posing practice in that lead up and going into Supernaturals? Yeah. So and that, that stage time as well that you had before practicing it. Yeah.
1: So I tried to pose as much as I could. So I was pretty much doing around in the morning around post-workout and then around in the night um and then obviously I'm working at home like I'm working here on my desk so I'd like get up go to the mirror have a little look <laughs> and then. it probably wasn't the best thing but I just like if it was a rest day I'd be like oh, I'm gonna do another round um, yeah. so I was posing quite a bit um and then after the first show I was like, shit! I need to pose even more. <laughs> like, I I just remember my legs were just so sore, like they were shaking, like after three minutes of posing. So I was like, I need to like uh, do even more. So I was doing like quite a bit of posing, but yeah. again, as I started getting like more and more tired, <laughs> that starts like getting more of a chore. So you end up like not posing or for as long, um, and then so even in that two weeks from the. Middle show to Supernaturals, I was trying to pose even more then. Um, but again, I came off stage at that show at the Supernaturals. Yeah, Man, I was, I was like Jesus. Like, like <laughs> obviously, it was like the the prejudging, then yeah. the um routine, and then obviously we had like the Golden Era round and the uh, overall. Overall, yeah. I was, I was like my legs. Are... The overall. <laughs> if, if I look back at some of the overall, I'm like, I'm not even posing in it. I'm just like. oh you've got it i'm just gonna stay (laughs) here well
0: that's one of the things that you know i was speaking to pav on on the last um, podcast and we were talking about you know having that the the ability to have the um, stamina um to kind of push through your posing because you just don't know how long you're going to be on stage for right and i think you can just you just never know it could be a big class it could be a small class but then at the same time you just got to be prepared that you could just be on stage for a good amount of time and be able to hold it and not get soft right so it's definitely an understatement. All right, and then going back to the state to, to the show to the supernatural show. Obviously, on show day it was a it was an epic day. There was lots of excitement around, and there was you know the lineup of naturals was just phenomenal. Um, you know, especially coming out of you know COVID, and you know to see the turnout, I was just like, oh wow, that was a, that was amazing. The standard was high. Yeah. was real high so talk to me about you know how you know how you got to stage you know what were some of the things that you was doing backstage before you got to the stage you know talk to us a little bit about that um so it was
1: I was having a look at everyone else <laughs> I was having a little little look at people um I was just trying to like stay stay in my little corner um I that was something that I, I probably didn't do, or I learned as the season went on as well. Was like I didn't pump up enough at other shows.
0: Mm-hmm. I was pumping up
1: quite a bit there, um, trying to like actually like go for it, which I think like you, you kind of you kind of think you shouldn't, um, but I actually think that you can you can pretty much like get a decent pump, and it's not really going to have a negative impact on you. Um, mm-hmm. And I, like I think it. Well, I think it made me look better. Um <laughs> I definitely felt like I was posing better for it. So backstage yeah. I was like going for a few rounds, um not holding poses like too like tight or anything, but enough. Um and obviously just like pumping up with bands and that type of stuff. Yeah. So
0: But that's God. that's the thing. I think a lot of people, you know, um, you know, some people go all out with their pump up. Some people, you know, pump up just kind of moderately. And then when they go on stage, you're obviously just doing your turns and, you know, doing a movement on stage, you're just going to, you know, you're pumping up effectively, right? Because you're going round and round. So different approaches and stuff like that. You've got to kind of play by ear, right? You know, yeah. the more the more time you get on stage is, the more you can experiment and see what works and what didn't work, right? So you, again, it's part of that learning process. I so
1: it helps, so- well, if you can like, obviously it's difficult on your first few shows but if you can like identify if you're someone that like gets better when you pose or if it's yeah. someone that gets worse then obviously i i get better so mm-hmm. i was like or at least to a certain amount of time anyway yeah. so i was like i said doing a few rounds like before um, not like anything on my legs because my legs were like one part of the were getting quite like sore and struggling to stay on but like upper body wise if I can hold those poses, like, they, they do look better. So I was doing that before going on stage as well, um, which I think did make a difference for me.
0: Yeah, nice. So obviously when you got to the stage, um, you went up there with the rest of the guys and you just, you know, you done your thing and you got the win. You know, how did that feel, getting that win, being the first WMBF UK British novice champion? Like, how did that feel? Uh, it was relief. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> As a, I've said this
1: now, like I need to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was buzzing. Um, it was like, it was like a, a good end as well because mm-hmm. I had, I'd already decided like regardless of what happens, like I wasn't gonna do any more shows after that. Like I, I was done. Yeah. But I was, I was like, I was happy to leave it there. And I obviously, like I said, I was a lot more confident going into that show. So I was like. I was already happy, like coming off stage at, uh, in the morning show. I was happy. Yeah. I was like, this is like the best I've been all season. Like I'm I enjoyed it the most. Like, so I, I was already happy. So then when I got that, it was like, ugh, yeah.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. But obviously it being your first season, you know, that that's an epic way to, you know, to close it out. I think mean, you ended it on a real high end. You, you know, you put it out there, you said you want the win, right? So you convinced yourself that you want the win and you went out there, and just hit everything you needed to hit to, to secure that, right? So when they, when people say there's, there's no power in believing in yourself, I think there they clearly is in your case. Uh, it
1: definitely right? is. And I think the same goes with like, if you're not believing as well. Mm. It's like confidence wise going into like other shows, I, was, I wasn't I was confident and like it showed in my posing even. And I think that does play a big role. Like I do think, it's the way you carry yourself on stage. If you look like you're enjoying it. You, yeah. you look better. Like your physique comes to life. Whereas if you're hiding away a little bit, like, you don't want to be doing that. So I definitely think you've got to be confident and, like, <laughs> however, like, uh, what is it, cringy or whatever, but, like, visualising it a bit does help. I definitely think it does.
0: Yeah, no, no, and I think that's very, something very common that everyone always says. You've got to be, have that element of confidence in yourself and go out there and really own that stage time. Or the stage could eat you, right? And then you yeah. got, then you just look the total opposite, and you're like, okay, cool. This guy looks like he's not quite sure if he's supposed to be there or not. So very, you know, very evident to that. So obviously, you're getting that win, you got the British title. Um, they call you back over up for the overalls, right? Um, how how was you feeling about stepping into the overalls? Because that would have been a, even a bigger leap for you. You're like, okay, I've got the win. <laughs> now I've got to battle it with these guys from all these different classes. That made it. As soon as I saw you, I think I said to you
1: when you came on stage, like, this is your show. <laughs> I'm, just to, I'm just going to
0: make the numbers up in this. Nah. Mate, I think, you know what? That overall was a good um, dance. And I always I always look at it like this, right? I always say, you know, stage time is enough stage time to go out there and, and do our thing and let's enjoy it, right? So the more you can dance with different people, the better, you know what I mean? So you would have then got different shots compared to different types Definitely. of physiques, right? And you can take away... The pros and the cons out of that, you know what I mean? They say, Well, this is how I hold up against someone from the middle class, this is how I hold up against someone from a you know, tall class, etc. So, you know, if anything, the athlete gets a better perspective of where they currently sit, yeah, where you're, the you're, the you're against all the best, really. All right, so, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I remember us all being up there and I was just looking down the line thinking, this Is it going to be a hard one? Yeah. Even you know, the what, team- what, what, what's running through your head because this is your first season and now you're kind of at this kind of like this pinnacle moment like you're like oh okay, cool this, this could be quite epic what was going yeah. on for
1: you <laughs> yeah i was again it was just sort of like enjoy it i yeah. was just like i know it's a boring answer but it was it was literally just just enjoy this now like i didn't really have any
0: expectations of it i was just mm. to go out and pose and see what happens nice nice and obviously he was there with your partner as well who was who was re- recording it as well so you had a lot of media to come out of that and a lot of kind of takeaways that you could yeah,
1: change my trunks
0: halfway through the day <laughs> <laughs> what was it like having you know having families to support you whilst she was you know or, or having your partner there at least in, in in the crowd to kind of keep you going was you know did you find that as a pillar of strength for you
1: yeah definitely like she although I like I'll give her shit all the time for it but like she does help um obviously like she's into it as well so even just like understanding like
0: it
1: it does help um like with poses and stuff like she was obviously with me going through like my rounds daily or at least when we were together she was so like I was able to tell her to like look out for little things that I struggled to do for example like my hamstring in my rear shots like I always just relax it so like halfway through like i just hear her like shouting to say it all the time yeah. and like, get it on um, so like even just little things like that like telling me to stay on my legs like she was helpful being there to be fair and yeah. even just like pumping up like um beforehand like she was having a look at me like look at a few rounds things like because she's she knows what she's looking for
0: mm-hmm. nice nice and it's obviously nice to have someone who as you said who understands what you're going through you know what i mean i think that's the biggest thing sometimes you can have people who, around you don't, who really don't understand the process, right? So sometimes you may come across, oh, this guy just needs some food. He's coming across angry, you know what I mean? Where someone yeah. who understands the process and going through it with you, or someone even better that's an athlete themselves. You know what I mean? So that sounds like a great support system to have around you and kind of get you through the shows. So after the show was finished, what what, what happened next? Would you go straight into off-season? Or did you just enjoy yourself, relax for a little while? Uh, did you- so, yeah, it was like, So obviously, like I said,
1: I I got quite, quite big, um, before prep, um, just, just trying to grow, just pushing things like, um, I'm quite like extreme. Like I want to go all out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, when I, when I finished, I had already said to her, like, I don't really want to go crazy. Like I want to make the most of this now so I can really grow like, and not have to diet after a few weeks. Yeah. So I like, we went out for food that night. Um, and then we stayed in Birmingham that night and drove back to Cardiff, um, the next day, well, we trained legs the next day, actually.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> and, true. Then, and then, uh, yeah, we drove back to Cardiff and she went back to London cause she lives in London. So I was just on my own. So I pretty much just like, I'd already like written my diet plan, um, before. So when I came back pretty much just started eating that, um, I had a few like really weird, like I just wanted like some biscuits all the time. Yeah. I had a few
0: biscuits. The, the, and then the word like, craving. <laughs> and
1: then I was like, this is it. Um, and then, yeah, I pretty much just started pushing food up then. I pushed food relatively fast. Um, I probably gained about six pounds. Mm-hmm. And then uh, slowly just increased
0: food from there now to where it is now. Nice. And how much, how much weight are you up from stage weight at the moment? Uh, mate, I'm, I'm actually quite a bit.
1: It's, yeah. uh,
0: so from
1: my like, lowest weight, I'm about 29 pounds now. So it seems like, it feels like way more than it looks.
0: You're putting in some sterling work on social media, as I said <laughs> to you before we started, you know what I mean? I said, you know, I'm literally just seeing Ethan just literally just hammering away, like literally <laughs> taking no prisoners, uh, you know? And that's one of the exciting things for me, just looking at your progression since that show. Um, I think you're going to have an epic season coming up, you know what I mean? So this leads into it nicely. What is next for Ethan? You know, where, 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 when are we seeing you return back to the stage? What's the plans? Uh, so I won't be back now until twenty
1: three. Okay. Um, earlier oh. twenty three. Yeah. Like realistically, we're like a similar height. Like I'd be against you. And <laughs> like right now, I have no right. <laughs> next year. So like realistically, like I just need to grow. Um, yeah. like my physique is quite young. Like even though I've been training for years, like yeah. I just feel like I look young. Um, my face is young my whole body like just looks young yeah, yeah. Um, I just need that density um so I just need to be strong gain muscle hold it for a, a good amount of time before dieting down um so like I said I didn't want to like push things too much yeah. so I didn't gain that much weight to start with obviously now it's creeping on but to yeah. honest you like it's not like it's not forcefully being put on um uh-huh. what are we now like 15 weeks I think from that show um and I wanted to be around about eight 180 185 and that's where i'm at now so like again planning wise i'm where i wanted to be so i'm not too worried with that but the plan will just be to continue doing this now for as long as possible hopefully not have to diet anytime soon Uh um and then yeah 23 look to do some later shows again um because i feel like doing them sort of later on in the year is just going to be better for me. So give me yeah. That breaks. seems like a
0: common theme, you know, when I'm speaking to a lot of people, it seems like the later shows in the air seem to be like, you know, the favourite picks at the moment. It particularly is for me. I feel like that's when I, I get the best out of anything, to be honest. It's just um, a, you know, back to that planning question.
1: Realistically, like mm-hmm. if I do a show uh, at the start of the year, I don't want to have to be lean or I definitely don't want to come out of a diet and then go back into one yeah yeah mentally I'd struggle with that so I'd much rather just do what I did last year and have like what six seven eight weeks between like the first and last show I think that will work
0: work pretty well for me nice so when you return in 2023 are you going to be chasing for that pro card the WMBF pro card (laughs) or have you not fought that far in the plan it's just let's get to 2023 assess and then proceed
1: yeah that's pretty much it just see how how much i can grow obviously like the novice classes is a weird class because you can have some freaks show up like you Mm -hmm. can you can go to a show and like there can be people that are like good and then there can be someone just that stands out as just ridiculous yeah whereas in sort of like the open classes you sort of have an idea who's who's going to be there yeah Um, and obviously that's where i'll be next time so it's a, it's another jump in my opinion like it's it, like even juniors are like ridiculously good yeah. so you've got that jump of juniors going up to the open yeah so yeah it's it's just going to be see where i see where i land in the uh in the open classes and whatever happens happens like i'm not i'm not in any rush because like realistically right now and even a year down the line i don't think i'll be that competitive as a pro if I was to get my pro card by any chance like I don't think I would be like I think yeah. I've got years of of growing and, and learning to go anyway so I'd rather just have successful seasons as an amateur to start with and then just gain experience time enjoy it more and
0: you know I'm 24 so hopefully I've got, got a bit of time unless this. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, that, was, that was well said I think you, you put you nailed you it nailed it right there man you know you've got plenty of time to kind of go out there get that experience and get those successful seasons and I think you know without a doubt you know when time is right you'll be in a place where you need to be and you know I think looking at you know the social media with everyone coming through with the WMBF UK tags and stuff like that there is some solid guys crossing over as you said the juniors are going to be yeah. stepping up and stuff like that so it's kind of like damn it's going to be an impressive season and obviously this year is going to be the first like it's going to be like a proper season right because yeah. obviously lockdown is going to get lifted and everyone's going to go back to normality right so we're going to see everyone come out of woodworks that was most probably even contemplating competing you know because now the doors are open right um and and last year was busy
1: like the show was stacked so yeah yeah next year year after it's so <laughs> yeah so yeah
0: that's why I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, who rocks up and, you know, seeing someone come out of just nowhere and be like, wow, where the hell was you? You know what I mean? Because I think that's the type of season that we're going to have. Yeah. So tell me something. So what advice would you give to, you know, someone entering a novice class? Um, obviously, you've done a whole season last, last season, entering novices. You know, what kind of, what's some of the things that you kind of, you know, information that you'll give to someone entering that class?
1: Um i think don't underestimate it like because it's a novice class like i feel like people can sometimes like not look down on it but think oh it's 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 just a novice class but like realistically it could be someone that's trained for seven seven years that's just never stepped on stage Mm. like they like i said there can be people that are just you know you look at them like oh they're all right they're good yeah they have that freak that just shows up that's like oh shit like all right (laughs) (laughs) like just don't underestimate it um Like, realistically, you you could have someone show up, so don't be overly confident. Don't be, like, too, like, oh, this, this is going to be a breeze. You know, be prepared for for people to turn up that are going to be be good. She's um, like all classes, but I just feel like with the novice, you've got that. Are people going to be, like, oh, just really fresh? Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's always the case, to be honest with you.
0: Uh, I, I think you're right. I think you you've got to still prepare for it like any other category. Um, and just you know, as you said, you just don't know who's gonna turn up. Um, I did think you have an age a... thing as
1: well? Sorry.
0: Yeah, I go think go the ahead. age thing as well, because obviously, like I
1: just missed out on juniors because mm-hmm. I was 24, like during prep. Yeah. So even that, like I was like probably, I don't know the ages in there, but I was probably like one of the younger ones because obviously 24 is gonna be the youngest in the novice class. But there was probably people on stage who were 30, yeah. 32. So you've got to take that into consideration as well. You haven't, you're not always going to be on like a level field. Same goes with height. So weight's obviously going to be different. Like with the open classes, you've got height or yeah. weight. Whereas with the novice, you're just thrown in with everyone.
0: So you've just yeah. got you don't know who you're going to be standing next to. And that's a great bit of advice, you know, because as you said, you know, I don't think there's not a lot out there in terms of information regarding, okay, what defines a novice class, right? So then people just go in and think, okay, cool, the novice just basically means someone quite young, right? They just assume that's going to be someone just inexperienced and then they could just rock up. But as you said, that could be a ball spectrum. Could be just someone that's trained for a, lot, for a long period of time, but now decided to step on stage, right? But he's just got that, his, that, that kind of muscle maturity behind him. So you're gonna have a totally different um, physique. And I think- but Someone that I, plays fifth, and now yeah. they've got like some fire to <laughs> come back. Uh, come back, back no, definitely. And that's why I think, you know, um, Andrew created a video the other day, explaining about, you know, what is the difference between, uh, you know, a, a, a novice and, and a non-novice. And I think, you know, I would definitely advise anyone that hasn't seen that video to check it out on our social media pages, because it would give you clarity regarding the class and to make sure it is the right one for you. Because I think a lot of the times, a lot of people go to these federations, enter the wrong class and they're like, okay, cool, I weren't expecting that. And they learn the hard way. So the more information we can give them insight in terms of saying, okay, this is the expectation. This is what, you know, this is who turns up. um, It kind of, you know, manages that a little bit so they can make the right decision, right? you know i've done it in my own it, my own experience gone into the wrong one and you're like okay cool only when you're there you're gonna like okay damn that was not the right decision but yeah. over time i started to define that and started to redefine okay cool this is where i sit this is where i need to be so don't be afraid to ask the relevant questions to ensure you're in the right place you know what i mean yeah definitely definitely easier as well with like
1: men or mm. males or females because i like, you don't have as much to worry about where you're going to fit in, but yeah. like, would you find it? You can pretty much just grow for that class
0: or look how you need to for that. But you don't yeah. really to worry about too much. Definitely, definitely. Well, Ethan, it was a pleasure having you on today's show, my man. Um, you know, some great knowledge in terms of, you know, your your insight in terms of like your you know your build up going into the supernatural's your experience, you know, with the within the novice classes, and then obviously some insight into where you're going now because obviously man as I said the future is bright for you man you've got some you know (laughs) you know you're gonna gonna be unstoppable when you definitely return in 2023 and I hope that you do return back to WMBF UK stage because buddy I think that pro card's waiting for you man hands (laughs) down hands down Um, (laughs) man it will happen come on speak it into existence you've done it already (laughs) before with a WMBF UK show do it again and it will happen my man but yeah, it's been a pleasure having you on today's show, man. Thank you for having me, man. It's, uh, it's been good. Good, good. All right then, guys. I just want to say a massive shout out to our show sponsors and the WMBF UK sponsors in general, which is CMP Nutrition. If you haven't checked them out, guys, follow them on the social medias, follow them on their websites, you know, check out some of their products. They've got some amazing products. And then also for the WMBF UK, we've got two big shows coming up this year, okay? Okay. We've got the first-timers slash novice show on the 17th of July. So this is a great podcast that reflects everything that you should know from a novice perspective for that show. And then we also have the Supernaturals Open Championship on the 9th of October. That's the big one. All right, guys. So there's two great opportunities to get involved with WMBF UK. And remember, follow us on the social media, stay in tune, stay up to date with everything we're doing. This is a powerful movement. you got, you got guys like ethan who rock up and you know blow it out the park um and if you are looking to compete naturally in the uk this is the platform to do so correct me if i'm right or wrong ethan no definitely all right enough said there guys so until next time peace out
1: check out cmp our sponsors and
0: sign up for our events at www.wnbfuk.com